Hi, I'm Julia Ferlin, and here are four stories you need to know about today. In an unusual move, the Justice Department is taking its fight against the revival of DACA straight to the Supreme Court. DACA, of course, is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, which allows undocumented folks who are brought here as children to stay in the U.S. legally. Normally, an appeal would go to the federal circuit court before either side attempted to take it to the Supreme Court. But Attorney General Jeff Sessions said in a statement that the government would petition the high court now in the hopes of getting a faster resolution. In September, the Trump administration announced that it would end DACA. A federal district judge in San Francisco issued an order on January 9th that partially revived DACA while legal challenges against the decision to end it went forward. The Justice Department's appeal comes as Democrats, Republicans, and the White House have been attempting to negotiate a deal that would address the status of undocumented immigrants. Republicans and Democrats have disagreed about the timing and the scope of the deal, and a government shutdown is looming if they don't figure something out by the end of the week. Steve Bannon was reportedly subpoenaed last week to testify before a grand jury in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into possible links between the Trump administration and Russia. You know Bannon as the former executive chair of President Trump's campaign, the former chief strategist at the White House, and the recently ousted leader of the far-right website Breitbart. Citing a, quote, person with direct knowledge of the matter, the New York Times reported that this is the first time Mueller has used a grand jury subpoena. Bannon was on Capitol Hill on Tuesday testifying before a closed-door session of the House Intelligence Committee. Spurred by the rise of authoritarian governments and enabled by the Trump administration's relative indifference to human rights issues, press freedom in Southeast Asia is deteriorating. In Cambodia, the government forced the Cambodia Daily newspaper to close with a massive tax bill. It also shut down two major radio stations. And in Thailand, the military is putting greater pressure on news outlets that publish critical stories. The freedom of the press is also under attack in the Philippines, a country that is home to some of the most outspoken news outlets in the region. This week, the government withdrew the operating license for Rappler, an online news outlet that published many critical stories about President Rodrigo Duterte. Sean Crispin, the Southeast Asia representative for the Committee to Protect Journalists, said, quote, The situation for journalists in Southeast Asia has arguably never been more dire. Rights groups blame hostility to the press on rising authoritarian governments in the region. They also point to the United States' decision to put human rights on the back burner. On a trip to the Philippines in November, Trump was apparently indifferent to Duterte's attacks on the press when he laughed after Duterte joked that journalists were spies. Representatives from Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube will be back on the Hill today. They'll testify before the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation today about the spread of misinformation and propaganda on their platforms. Last week, Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced that the platform would be deprioritizing content from brands and publishers in an attempt to minimize the spread of misinformation. Download the BuzzFeed News app to stay on top of all the breaking news, like, for example, about the birth of Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West's daughter via surrogate. Congrats, guys. And don't forget, you can listen to this briefing as a podcast or on your smart speaker. Just look for BuzzFeed News.